Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also find them at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y, odyssey.com. If you go to that website and you type in Heidi Harris, not only will these podcasts show up that I do during the week, but an entire podcast of my full Sunday night show will also be up there at odyssey.com. So please check it out. And uh, take the time to subscribe, like, you know, the normal stuff that everybody (laughs) tells you to do when it comes to podcasts. I also do videos during the week. I call them Headlines with Heidi, where I do some interviews with interesting people, talk about some issues, local, national, sometimes Missouri, sometimes Vegas, which is my hometown, all kinds of different topics, a lot of social issues, which I care very much about. So you can find those at Headlines with Heidi. They're at Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, and also at HeidiHarris.com. Everything is at HeidiHarris.com, so that's where you start. Okay. Speaking of social issues, I want to give a, what, pat on the head, pat on the back? Not a pat on the head. I did write a book called Don't Pat Me on the Head. So yeah, pat on the head is usually not what you want. How about a pat on the back? To a school administrator named Barry McKean out of Florida. Grace Christian School is the school that he runs. And it's a private Christian school in Florida that apparently is not backing down, fortunately, from this policy they've had since 1975 that students should not partake in sexual behavior outside of marriage. Now, that's a no-brainer if you're a Christian. You send your child to Christian school because you expect there to be certain rules, certain types of behavior that is going to be tolerated in the classroom. Now, that doesn't mean that anybody's perfect who's a Christian. We all know that's not true. We're not talking about that, but there's a certain standard of behavior that's expected in a private school period, especially a Christian private school. And for a parent to even bother sending their kid to school, see, this is the thing that amazes me. You want to send your child to a private school because you want this kind of uh, schooling. This happens with colleges all the time, too. You want to go to a private Christian college, and then you complain that they have a sexuality policy. Well, then don't go there. Go to Stanford, go to USC, go anywhere else in the country, go to some other school if you want to, you know, be out partying and bed hopping and everything else. Why do you want to go to a private Christian school? Why would you bother? Because you feel like the education's better because ideally there are fewer distractions related to people's sexuality. And this school since 1975 has said, listen, we don't want anybody having sex who's not married, gay, straight, whatever. We don't want that. They've stuck to that. Now, of course, society has changed. Not that people haven't always been one or the other or whatever. Okay, I get all that. But society has tried to push this on everybody now that, you know, you're gay today, gone tomorrow. You're a teenage girl. You're experimenting with this one or that one or this or that all the time trying to push the transgender thing. Well, go ahead and push that in a public school. I don't think they should push it in a public school, but certainly in a private school. It has no place. Barry McKean, God bless this guy. He gave an interview to Fox. He said, if I back down from something like this, I'm abandoning what God has said is the truth. I'm kind of racking my brain. Like, how is this so hard for people to understand? This is what God says. He said, this is one of the many reasons we have a Christian school and we're not going to abandon this policy. Right. Exactly. God bless this guy. And then he talked about the trans thing. He said that, uh, you know, students are not allowed to, not supposed to be engaging in sexual behavior no matter what. And he said students who are found to be participating in gay or transgender lifestyles will be asked to leave the school immediately. By the way, he applies the same thing to a straight, like a boy who goes to school who's having sex with his girlfriend. He also would be kicked out of school. I guess both of them would be. All right. You have certain standards you have to meet. 
Now, once again, nobody's perfect, and I'm sure, I hope they have rules against gossip and things like that, because I'm not a theologian, but the Bible says a whole lot more about gossiping than it does your sexuality. I know a lot of people like to focus on sexuality. Oh my gosh, it's all about who you're sleeping with. No, God, how many people have had their lives ruined, friendships ruined, jobs ruined, all kinds of things because of gossip, neighborhood problems because of gossip, and we could all go down the list, right? Bible talks far more about that than it does what you do with your sex life. All these things are important, though. And when talking about the transgender lifestyles, Barry McKee, the school administrator, said, We believe that God created mankind in his image, male, female, sexually different, but with equal dignity. Exactly. Now, I could go on a whole spiel about how Jesus gave dignity to females that nobody else had done. In the society where Jesus walked, women were treated like garbage, basically, like chattel. And to even speak to a woman like he did with the Samaritan woman at the well was unheard of when it came to culture. And you can look this up for yourself, but there are a lot of incidences where uh, Jesus elevated women in ways that had never been done before. As a matter of fact, when he rose from the tomb, and I know if you can believe it or not believe it, I happen to believe it. First thing he did is appear to women. So if women were so useless and inferior, why would he have done that? Why would he have gone to women first? They're the first ones who saw him. They spread his message first. So in, in no place in the Bible are women uh, treated like second-class citizens. And that's what the point that this administrator is making. He said he was prompted to send out this email to parents letting them know what the policy was. He said this is not being, uh, you know, this is the normal policy of the church, of the school, he said. And although this is being celebrated and encouraged by the country, it's condemned by God. At this school, we're going to follow God instead of man. He also said that no students had been booted from the school over their sexual orientation. Okay. One mother said she pulled her daughter, I'm quoting some of this from Fox News, by the way. One mother said she pulled her daughter, who identifies as lesbian, following the, the school's email. Okay, so what? Okay, if your daughter wants to be lesbian, send her to a pro public school where she can do whatever she wants to do. I'm not saying that's okay, because as a taxpayer, I don't want my tax dollars spent on any child's sex life. You're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, you're not supposed to be having sex with anybody. So why we're constantly focusing on that is beyond my comprehension. But apparently she said that uh, she removed her high schooler for the girl's well-being. Okay. I mean, can we just all stop and take a second to think about that? I don't fit in everywhere. You don't fit in everywhere. Nobody fits in everywhere. We're not supposed to fit in everywhere. And when you're talking about Christians, the Bible calls us a peculiar people, and we are in a lot of ways. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't uh, live in the world and we should go live in some commune out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not saying that, uh, certainly. But you don't fit. there's not every group that you fit in with. You're just not going to because you have different values than they do. You have a different lifestyle than they do. Doesn't mean you're better than anybody, but you're not going to fit in with every group. There are places I would never go to school or go to work or whatever because I just don't feel like I'd fit in. And I'm sure that, you know, that goes on the other side of the aisle too. And it's not even political. I remember years ago, I worked for a flower shop. This is the most egregious example I can remember. And the people at this flower shop just treated me terribly because they were all partiers and stoners and this. I was the only one in the crew who wasn't doing that kind of thing. And, you know, anyway, I don't want to go over old stuff, but I didn't fit in with them. They were nothing wrong with these people, but they just had a different lifestyle than I did. And they didn't like the fact that they couldn't drag me into it, I guess. Anyway, this administrator, Mr. Keen, told, uh, McKean, told Fox News that the policy is hardly new explaining this has gone back to, from to 1975 where they had a human sexuality policy. He said, we don't expect any of our students who are not married to be sexual, whether it be bisexual, heterosexual, or homosexual. 
And as I mentioned, he said, I tell people if a kid comes in the door claiming he's having sex with his girlfriend, that student would be expelled as well. Now, this guy has actually gotten, and I've dealt with this before with the uh, cancel culture crowd, and these people can be some of the most vicious human beings on earth when it comes to the other side of the aisle, when it comes to the, you know, the, the liberal side of the aisle, especially when it comes to sexual issues. And they're just nasty, vicious, horrible people. And I've dealt with these folks who come out of nowhere and try to get you fired or whatever else with their pitchforks and torches. And they're vicious, nasty people. And they're the ones, the first ones, demanding tolerance. Now, here's the thing. If you don't like my lifestyle, just go on with your life. Just keep scrolling or whatever it may be. Apparently, there's a, a woman who's married to a country star now who's getting all kinds of flack because she posted a picture or something about, I'm so glad that you know they didn't try to convince me I was a boy when I went through the tomboy stage. Well, I put a picture on Facebook, if you're interested, Heidi Hair Show. Put a picture the other day of me about age 12. I was a total tomboy. I never thought I was a boy. Never did I think I was a boy. But I wasn't wearing little ballet skirts or any of that stuff. I was never the girly girl. I had Barbies and all that stuff, of course. But I also, you know, catch lizards in the desert and build forts and all that stuff. Then the hormones kick in. You start paying attention to boys and da-da-da-da-da. But what if they'd gotten a hold of me? Somebody tell me, no, you're really a boy because I sure look like one at 12, okay? <laughs> I can tell you that. Which actually worked to my advantage because I had friends my age, who already had, uh, you know, body parts that were more mature, and they were getting harassed by the older boys. They left me alone. So, you know, but the point is, there are some vicious, nasty people out there on the so-called tolerant side of the aisle who can't just scroll past. They can't stand it. They're freaking out about this country star's wife saying that, oh my gosh, you know, as if she's, she's just saying, keep your hands off the kids, which is what I've said. Keep your hands off the kids. I don't care what adults do. But you demand tolerance, and you can't. Nobody gets tolerance. I mean, you can have tolerance as far as people being nice to you and your civil rights, but you can't demand acceptance. And they are the most vicious. I can tell you, I have dealt with these people. When I posted something about traditional families being the best situation for kids, I had every Freddie Mercury wannabe in a tank top showing up on my Facebook page saying all kinds of things I can't even repeat. Nasty, vicious people who didn't listen to me, didn't care who I was, just suddenly got a posse together to try to get my scalp. Now, they think they did. They did not. They don't have the power over me. But they were the most vicious people I've ever dealt with in my life. And I thought, boy, the last thing I would do is want you to adopt a child because you're a nasty human being who can't live and let live. I actually had a friend that I worked with at the time who was making a lot of money off me and I was making a lot of money off her say to me after I had posted about traditional families, she said to me, well, why don't you just apologize? I said, excuse me, I'm not wrong. Kids do best with moms and dads. Why would I apologize? Why can't your quote unquote tolerant buddies, why can't they just scroll past? I scroll past things on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, Instagram, every single day I don't agree with, every day. And I just go, ah, and I scroll past, but not these people. They are vicious. They are nasty. They're some of the worst people you ever deal with. Believe me, I know. And they think they've accomplished something when they try to get you fired or whatever. They've accomplished nothing. Their lives are still miserable. And they get up every morning, I swear. These people get up out of bed in the morning, and some people think, how can I make the world better today? Not them. They think, okay, what microaggression can I be upset about today? You know, what particular thing is going to, to send me into a tizzy because somebody did this, somebody did that? I mean, it's, it's horrifying. 
Somebody has a difference of opinion, so now I'm going to try to beat them into the ground. And by the way, even if you try to beat somebody into the ground or get them fired or cause them trouble, you don't change them. You understand that, right? You don't change the way they think. You might try to silence them. It doesn't change the way they think. And the amount of people who disagree with your lifestyle, folks, I hate to break it to you, is a lot bigger than you think. The fact that they don't say it doesn't mean they agree with you. So you're kidding yourself. I Frankly, I think it ought to be out in the open. You ought to know how people feel if they're racist or whatever else. I'd rather know how they feel than have somebody hiding it and then come out of nowhere with the N-word or something. It's like, what? I've known people like that. And you'll, you'll know them for a long time. Then suddenly they'll pop that word and you say, are you kidding? I thought you were a lot smarter than that. And I just kind of get away from those people. So you never really know. I'd rather have it out in the open so I know who I'm dealing with. Anyway, going back to this uh, school in Texas, in uh, Florida, McKean, the administrator, said it's funny for us to be painted as hateful. We fielded hundreds, possibly thousands of phone calls Thursday, Friday over the weekend with some of the most outrageous things. People threatening to burn my house down, threatening to kill my family. This is because he wants biblical sexuality taught at the school, which already is taught at the school, and he wants that to be a consistent policy regardless of what's happening with culture. <laughs> he said, it's kind of beyond me that this is blown up to what it is. Like, you're shocked that a Christian school has this policy? Yes, because these people who claim to be so tolerant are on a seek and destroy mission. That's what they're on. And when I say that, that is not in any way to cast aspersions on every gay person because I know gay people who don't act like this and they don't lead with their sexuality. I don't struggle with that attraction. So I'm not judging anybody. Uh, I'm judging behavior when people are nasty like this, but I'm not judging when it comes to sexuality. I don't struggle with that. I've never wanted to sleep with a woman, so it's just not a temptation that I have. But I have plenty of others, like any other normal person. And so I'm not saying, oh, you're worse than me because of this and that. But you're pretty bad if you're threatening to kill a school administrator for holding to traditional values. If you don't believe those values, fine. Send your kids somewhere else. It's very, very simple, but it's gone way beyond that with these people. They are on a seek and destroy mission. And when I dealt with this a few years back, people who never listened to me, never heard of me, never ever would spend any money with my sponsors regardless, were trying to get me knocked off the air for why? What reason? Why is it, why is it changing your life? How would it possibly change your life to get me kicked off the air? How will it make your miserable little existence better? It won't. But that's what these people think. And most of these people who are going after this Christian school would never send their kid there, probably don't even have kids, and yet they want this guy stamped out. They want this guy destroyed because he dares to have a different point of view. And of course, when the Bible's involved, it really freaks them out. If you think Jesus is garbage, you think the Bible means nothing, then you know what? Here's a thought. Don't have a Bible in your house. Don't send your kid to a Christian school and just leave us alone. I mean, as long as, you know, ever since the apostles were walking around, we've been reading the book of Acts this week again, you know, they started early, the minute they were talking about Jesus and performing miracles, even when they had to admit, even when the religious leaders had to admit that they were performing miracles that many people saw, they still said, we don't want anybody talking about this. Shh. We don't want you talking about this. Stop, just stop talking about this because they were so threatened. This is nothing new, folks, nothing new. But it's just sad that it continues, and I'm so grateful for this particular administrator to have the backbone that so few have anymore. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me Sunday nights. 
live 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time in St. Louis on 97.1 FM Talk. And everything I do, my videos, uh, the podcast, everything's at HeidiHarris.com. And I'm also on Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, on Instagram, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Heidi Harris Show. So uh, please check it out. Like, subscribe, as they all say, and uh, we will talk again. And when we do, it'll always be good. And remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Thank you.